and welcome to the Impact Dynamics Podcast. I'm Andy Little. Uh, my name is Rusty. We talk about precision rifle shooting and I learned how to remove Cerakote. And, and uh, I went to the PRS in Bucken. Let's go! Woo! Match director, mate. Match director. Jeez. Hello, Andy. Oh. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> Hope that's enough. We need your vote. Now we've caught up to where we are on the podcast. Right, go on back. Roll the outro. <laughs> Hello, Andy. Hello, Rusty. <laughs> Welcome to the new opener of the podcast, apparently. <laughs> Let's it. not do that again. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, also, Josh is here, I guess. Oh. I am tucked away in the corner. Hello. Yep. hello. How are again. you, Josh? I'm good. Have you recovered from our last week and a half of adventures? Oh, yeah, sort of. We sort have of. much. There. We have much to discuss. Mm. But uh, Andy, Andy, how are you? I'm doing pretty well, pretty well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Got some exciting news. I've got a barrel. Oh, oh hello. Yeah, this- New developments. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're, we're um, emphasising particular words tonight. New, yeah. De- <laughs> New, yeah. New developments. All okay. right. Yeah, so I've got a barrel. It's getting currently spun up, mm-hmm. um, so I should be able to take it um, this weekend, possibly next, depending on when you're listening to this. Right um, yep. So Good. Yeah. Soon. Very soon. It will probably get about 80 rounds through it and then straight into a match. Fantastic. Nothing and so more. cartridge, what are we going? Six Creed still. Six Creed? Yep. Makes so yeah, sense. What with, barrel? What barrel? So I've got a proof. Okay. I've got a proof. Yep. Uh, there were plans to- Steel or, or carbon? Steel. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you didn't steal it? No. no. You're just, you're, your hesitation <laughs> was, to answer the was question like, was like, am I, is this under oath Stealing or something? something or carbon? How do you carbon something? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, steel. Um, oh, carbon. Shiny, shiny stainless one. Okay, good. Um, and it's a competition profile, so it's 28 inches and quite heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, my thought was I can always remove weights out of my chassis. You can. And um, I haven't ran a very long barrel before, so. Here we go. Why not run it straight into a match? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, All let, right. Let's do it. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so regular questions. Yes. I, know, I know you've got a break here. We'll talk about that in a moment. Yeah. But, uh, regular questions. Um, what is going to be your breaking procedure? What are you going to do to this barrel yep. before you got a match in like two weeks? Oh, you're throwing me in the deep end here. here People either, we are. either here we are. hate, it, yep. hate it or agree. Yes. So my break in, obviously when I get it, I'll give it a good scrub out mm-hmm. just to get out anything that's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I know People say you can just run straight into it, run rounds through it, yes, won't damage it. Yep. But what's the hurt in giving it a little clean? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, when you do it, when you say it like that, there's no hurt. There's obviously. no hurt. It yeah. takes a bit of time. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, wait, there's the hurt. Yeah. There's the hurt. Okay. A bit of time, Carry a few it. patches. Um, so I'll, I'll typically do shoot one, clean, shoot one, clean. Yep. Shoot three clean, yep. shoot five clean, and then I'm just after that straight into it. It might right. be might be thirty or forty rounds before I clean it again. Where you go? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, and then hopefully I'll. So my plan for the my day that I take it out is to do that break in. Yep. Uh, and then I'll do a sort of velocity node check. So step it up um, in point two increments. Mm-hmm. Find a flat spot in velocity. Um, and then I think it will be straight into a match from there. I won't really get time to play around with seating depth or anything. Right. I've decided to leave the tuner off this barrel mm-hmm. uh, just to see how it goes. Got it. Why okay. not? 
Here we go. Yeah. Let's <laughs> see so here we go. Now, you brought your yeah. muzzle, bro, again, for a bit of show and tell this evening. Yeah. Tell me why you're going to show this. Quite an adventure, that one. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So, There's more so, of this than uh, Obviously, the- nothing wrong with the muzzle brake. The muzzle brake works um, fantastic. Great. It's really good, good product. Hit. Excellent. Um, and, and what's the discount code for it? <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're plugging it um, because there's a there's a code for that no, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, so, as people know, I've been getting accuracy and bullet exploding issues. Now, whether that's <laughs> yeah. barrel related yep. or muzzle brake related, I'm not totally sure. Um, okay, we're pulling the old barrel off. We're going to give it a good scrub out and see if we can see any burrs or yep. see what sort of condition it's in. Yep. But I thought, hey, while I'm getting a new barrel on, I should probably clean this thing. This started black. It was cerakoted. I think there's photos of this actually. Yeah, uh, we do have photos. Josh, Josh of this. has photos of, of when it yeah. started. And it, and I really should have taken a before photo of you like didn't, yeah, inside you took a inside sort of the ports. in between photos. Yeah, yeah. I should have taken an, a photo of inside the ports and how it looked beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, so the APA Gen three. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, all the ports are tapered in. If, if you said Gen four, you get a lot of questions. Ooh, I know something good, you don't. It's good for engagement. <laughs> so, so all of these, all of these ports have a pretty big taper on them. Mm-hmm. And when I took it off, and I, and I was looking, oh, I said, well, I thought to myself, I didn't say it out loud. That's me be crazy. I thought, <laughs> I don't remember the I mean, last. It sums two- up this podcast, <laughs> but okay. I don't remember the last two ports being straight. <laughs> I thought all these ports were tapered. <laughs> So there was that much carbon that when you looked in the port, it looked straight. <laughs> and um, wow. so I had some CLR and I looked up some YouTube clips, looked at the, the directions of the CLR, 50-50 with warm water, mm-hmm. let it soak for a few minutes, loosen up all the stuff, you sort of scrape it off. Yep. Yep. A couple of minutes later, came back, no change, couldn't scrape anything out. Okay. Half an hour later, no change. Um yep. Got distracted for a couple of hours, came back, and I was like, hey, this black cerakote's turning to a sort of a, a little tinge color on it. I was like, oh, that doesn't look all, that doesn't look right. Oh, it well. hasn't gone to plan. No, it okay. hasn't gone to plan. So, but some of the carbon was starting to break out and I could yep. scrub it out. Yep. And then um, I thought, well, I can't, I, I can't just leave it like this. I, I've gone, I've gone halfway. So I thought, stuff this, let's just put it in. 100% CLR. Just dropped it in the bottle. Almost, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. And uh, left it there overnight. Yeah. Uh, and the next day. Yep. Came back and it was. Gone. And so you ordered <laughs> a new one. Is, <laughs> is that what you're saying? Not completely. <laughs> okay. All right. um, but yeah, a, a lot of the carbon had dissolved to the point where I could, you know, scrub it out and, and chip Just it lick out. Lick it off. Yeah, it's pretty gone. well. Yeah. Um, don't advise licking CLR. Um, that- or a break either. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> What was it? Something we we're talking about flavors a while ago. What, CLR and carbon. No, no, it was something. It was an old uh, joke. It's moved it was on. An old joke. We, we've gone. Anyway. We've gone on from that. Yeah. So, and, and the more I chipped away at it, I was like, "Hang on, these ports are tapered. <laughs> this is a good sign. <laughs> There's a lot more carbon in here than I. Yeah. In suspe- fact, the break's only suspected. half as big as I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, so I left it in there for another few hours, and yep. then. As I was cleaning out the carbon, I noticed all the um, cerakote was coming off. So that was cerakoted. That was black and cerakoted. So that lock ring <laughs> is cerakoted. That didn't get dipped. Yep. 
Um, so that's still oh, okay, original. That's been screwed. Uh, that, so that was that color. Yeah. Wow. So the Cerakote all got stripped off that and cleaned off. Made my fingers that color. Uh, um, a bit of oil on it. Okay. <laughs> it's got a rust now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I just went, oh, has, I am, wow. I am in this now. I can't turn back. No. So what color are you going to do your little knob now? Uh, leaving it shiny. Leaving your knob shiny. Good. Yeah, that's good it. advice. Title for the podcast. Shiny knobs. That's it. So we, um, I mean, I <laughs> just kept just kept going with it, kept scrubbing, yep. kept taking off the Cerakote, and then ended up um, doing a bit of a, a wet sandpaper, wet, wet and dry sandpaper, fine grit, and a bit of Brasso and span it up in the drill because I've mm. got a, you know, homemade lathe of a drill. <laughs> and um, it's turned out really well. I yeah. don't mind it. So you got a drill. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, you know, so it's going to look a bit worn. If a bit you want to get, beaded. if you want to get rid of your Cerakote, that's how you clean a break. That's <laughs> yeah, just soak it. I in I mean, it's CLR. pretty clean. To be fair, like I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. I mean, it's missing its Cerakote, but it's uh, pretty clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there you go. Lessons learned. Um, so, if you want a shiny knob, CLR is the way to go. That's right. All right. There you go. Nice Better try. go. I've got some things to try. There you go. Sorry. There yeah. you go. All right. Very good. Uh, we have a couple of uh, comments or questions. Uh, Ian missed us all last week. Yes, Ian, we're going to talk about last week. We missed you as well, but there was no <laughs> fireball, so it was good. You didn't yes. miss out on too much. Um, GK says, for the New South Wales match, make sure you guys rug up. going to be bloody cold that weekend. We have we have information Ooh. on rugging up, don't we, Josh? I'm set. We have stories. But we'll get onto those in a moment. Yes. Cool. Uh, interested in the UMTT break and if it lives up to the hype. Oh, yeah, I've heard. I've yeah, seen videos seen of that one. Yes. That. Yep. Yeah, cool. And uh, Ian also says this is why Andy shouldn't have nice things. Well, Fair. someone's got to break nice things. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Speaking of breaking nice things, we went to Victoria, Josh. We did. Ooh. We, we did Victoria things. to Victoria. Mm. So the PRS match, the uh, the Gunsport Winter Classic, uh, yep. sponsored by Gunsport Trading and also supported by cars, yep. was on uh, – you're wearing the shirt. There you oh, go. Fancy Into that. that. Uh, was uh, held over the weekend. The weekend just yes. gone. And uh, we left for the match. Mm-hmm. It's a fairly long drive, about 14 hours. So yeah. we left the Sunday before to make sure we got oh, there wow. in time. So you wanted to can't, be there on the Thursday? We didn't or? want to get there late. Can't be too sure. Can't yeah, be too sure. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, going through Melbourne, you know, that's, they could have had a lockdown. That's it. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Never rule it out. Rule it out. Now, Josh, you shot a match on that Sunday. Mm. Um, I sure did. Given this is a shooting podcast and we're about to spend the next like 20 minutes talking about driving, um, how was the match? Tell us about it. It, it was pretty good. I rocked up late. Uh, yes, you did. I did. I rocked up and pretty much. Hang on, said, hang on. Let's roll back to that because now I remember. This is the match you told me was starting. Is this the match? No, that was a different one. No, it's the whole. We've already talked about this one. Oh, that was we? like weeks ago. I just, I, I just like to bring it up because it yeah, makes you feel cool. bad. Let's right just on. skip over that. Okay, one. move on. It's Off already happened. Yeah, yeah. So I rocked up. I, ha- I wasn't even sure I was going to shoot the match. Okay. Yeah. Because I saw the weather and went. Oh, you know that's what? right. The weather was not. It's absolutely bucketing down. Good. If I don't shoot. Whatever. No yep. big deal. But ended up rocking up and then pretty much got out of the car and people were like, you're up next. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Went and like grabbed the gun. And- yeah, because yeah. so I was there as a range officer for the day and uh, and everyone's like, oh, is Josh shooting? I'm like, yeah, you're just shooting today. So put him in and, and you were in. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Sorted. Yeah, so I pretty much rocked up and went, all right, what am I shooting? And it was a skill stage, looked at skill stage, and there was a patch about this big that wasn't wet. And how big, Everything else how, big is, how big is this big for those people who listen to, which is the far majority um, of people? This big is about a foot's width. Okay. 
Your youth foot or a normal person foot? Normal person foot. Okay. Yeah. Had to clarify. Yeah. And so, yeah, just rocked up and started shooting. If if you wanted to shoot that school uh, school stage, which is school stage two, so Mm -hmm. there's kneeling positions, you were definitely getting most of your knee, if not all of your knee and some of your – your shin wet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I can confirm I did not commit. <laughs> you did not commit. <laughs> I did not put my knee in that oh, part. Oh, well, you know, uh, for mm. those who did, perhaps it was uh, it was leading into the weekend after. But anyway, you shot a match. How'd you go? I did. I came the fifth. I don't, I don't know. I'm asking what? you. I, I can't remember. Out of four people? Five people? Three. <laughs> Three. Fantastic. <laughs> no, I can't remember. I just, I was after sort of. The guys and the Joels and those types of people. The guys and the Joels. Uh, what does that, that mean? Is that like a musical, guys if, and Joels? If I was all prepared, I would have got the scores up and I would have, like, remembered these things. <laughs> okay, good. That's just oh. a standard we live by, the yeah. guys and the Joels. <laughs> the, the guys world. and the Joels of the world. <laughs> good. All right. Um, uh, Joels, uh, OnlyFans actually still doing very well, so go check it out. Oh, support good. it. Good yep. to support local shooters. Uh, yep, all yeah, over it. All like over it. Every time we can. <clears throat> so, um, so we left. We left after the match. Yep. And we got ourselves into Horsham, where we reverse par- reverse parked into a um, a motel, which we thought would be open. You open the back of the van mm-hmm. and get some stuff out of the van, mm-hmm. and, and be great. And then we got told off by the by the Karen that was there, and she's like, "Can't reverse park." I'm like, oh, "Okay, why is that?" She's like, "Oh, well, people might trip over the tow ball." And when she said that, she looked at the the rear of my car. There's no tow ball. I looked at the rear of the car, looked at her. <laughs> Looked at the car, looked at her, oh, she looked dear. at the car, looked back at me, and I just said, I'll move the car. It's okay. <laughs> I'll just move the car. It's fine. Wow. So, anyway, anyway. Stop arguments there. Yeah. That was the nicest motel room for the uh, the trip. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It was. And so we had some Navy gin. Probably the whole story is punctuated by which gin we drank mm, in which okay. motel. Yeah, uh, anyway, and so uh, the next day we went off uh, off to Melbourne, about four hours away, mm-hmm. and uh, and went into Melbourne and went out for pizza, traditional nice. Italian pizza. You know mm-hmm. the proper pizza? Oh, have you had traditional Italian pizza? I have. Have you been to Italy? Yes. You have? Yes. And you know that they put like three things on each pizza. I know. Yeah. And it seems soggy. Yeah. Why? Correct. So we went out for that. <laughs> Fantastic. And, and so we ordered. I said, I said, Josh, do you want to get a bruschetta to start with? Mm. And he said, oh, of course. You know, we're in Italy. Well, Italian restaurant. Uh, in, we're enough. in Italy. Uh, yeah, I'm in. Sounds mm. great. It arrived. Now, you know what bruschetta is. Yep. Everyone listening to this knows what bruschetta is. Yep. Do you know who doesn't know what bruschetta is? That guy over there <laughs> who's running the show. <laughs> it comes out caked with tomato. What's it gone? Oh, that's a funny looking garlic bread. <laughs> <laughs> Caked with tomato, and he's like, "Oh, well, you can have that." I'm like, "Why is that?" He's like, "I don't eat tomato." I'm like, "Why do we get a bruschetta then?" <laughs> I'm not cultured, all right. <laughs> I can tell. Um, and so we, uh, oh, I said, "You don't have to eat the tomato. I'll have the rest of the tomato. You can mm-hmm. just have some of the bruschetta bread, mm-hmm. I guess." Anyway, but, um, so we had our we had our um, pizza. It was very good. Yep. Um, and and then we stayed in the second best motel for the trip. Okay. Yeah, yeah. With the longest shower oh, I have my gosh. ever seen, it was massive. Yeah, like yeah. you would turn the tap Still on. We could have done. Shower. We could have done the podcast in the shower, legitimately, and not got wet. You're talking about <laughs> size, not time. Then Correct. the size of the physical size, the, the physical, physical size, size of the of shower, the shower. Right. not just like oh, I could have like a twenty minute shower. No, I mean no. you can do that in almost any shower. You just leave the tap on. <laughs> I tried it once; went pretty cold. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But anyway, all right. Aren't you an electrician? Couldn't you fix that? Fix that? <laughs> no, it's a gas issue. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Righto. So uh, a massive shower. Massive shower. And then uh, what do we do? So we went from we went from there uh, the next day. Yeah. The next day. Is there like a next day sound we can play? Um, How are the acoustics in the shower? That that's, that's not cool. the next day sound. On the next day. That's the next day sound. Uh, we went to OSA, Outdoor Sporting oh, Agencies. Oh, cool, cool. And did you ask uh, them where my ammo was? I did. Okay. I did. And 69 they said, bolt cans. They said who? Oh, <laughs> Those guys are always playing a game. <laughs> just- Actually, no, we, before this, why not? Have you got a rewind, rewind sound? Uh, that's it. That's the that's rewind nothing. sound. I'm pretty sure and I did one a while back. You did. Yeah. Do one now. All right, no, cool. right. insert that now. From, from yeah. now on, yep. we'll have a rewind sound. And uh, we went to my favourite cafe. Mm-hmm. In, so the, the shot expos that used to be in Melbourne back when we were allowed to, like, have fun, um, <laughs> was held at Flemington, the race course. Yes. Yep. In, uh, in the expo area there. And not far from that is a, is a great little cafe, Mum of the Bears, and and, mm-hmm. and it was good. Josh was a bit sceptical because he's not like getting up early. Uh, and so we went there and uh, that changed his mind. Wasn't it? It, it was quite nice. I, um, yep. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that place, actually. Okay, good. I was, ha- was sceptical by the hash brown. Yeah, so uh, I said that this is for the best hash browns in the world. Yep. Are they the best hash browns in the world? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah that, oh, really? <laughs> I, I was more surprised because this hash brown came out and he told me how big they were going to be and it was literally a hash brown like... I don't know. Uh, it was a, a cube. Cup, cup, two inches. It was a cube, like a yeah, couple, couple inches <laughs> thick. The cube hash yeah. browns. Wow. And yeah. you look at that and you go... There's no way that's cooked properly in the middle. Was sure it enough, cooked? Was it cooked it, properly? It was it cooked perfect. And how was the well. coffee, Josh? Coffee was the best coffee of the trip. Wow, yeah. correct, yeah. correct. Yeah. Uh, and so um, it's one of my favourite cafes. Mm-hmm. No, it's probably my favourite cafe in Melbourne. Yep. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of cafes in Melbourne. I'll have to check that out someday. Yeah, highly recommend. Mm. Anyway, uh, so we went there, mm-hmm. and then we went to OSA, and they said Andy who, and then uh, we went in there and we did some. We got a tour of the warehouse, which was awesome to see. Yep. And shout out to Harrison for taking care of us for the day. But we did a stack of filming, which mm. was rad. And so uh, one of the things we did was we did a live um, live stream yes. on Instagram on the OSA page with Dan from Hardy Rifles yes. in. New Zealand. That was really good fun. I'd never spoken to Dan, never met him, mm-hmm, never done mm-hmm. anything with him, and I met him at the beginning of the stream. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So it was a really good way to do it. I mean, I'd sort of – he was talking to Harrison on the phone prior and I sort of like would – you know, I was on speakerphone, I could sort of button with a couple of comments, but, yeah, actually good. And the dude is is top bloke, top yeah, bloke, nice. and talked about sort of the history and how they, how they came to be and yep. sort of Hardy started with barrels or, no, they started with something else prior to that, didn't they? Yeah, I can't remember. I was and then, too busy and, then photos. and then barrels, and then moved on from all this sort of gear. It was it was fantastic chat, yeah. and we played with one of the Hardy hybrids, and we um, played with a whole stack of Crimson Trace scopes, which yeah. is over there at the moment. Actually, yeah. that that stream is still on Instagram. Is it doing all right? I think so. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Good. Cool. Um, and so yeah, it's it's all all ticking away. It was it was good fun. It was a good day, and then I I got chatting with some of the guys there, and then Josh just basically went on a TikTok rant. Yeah. And made I, some. I did. I went on a spree of just yeah. filming everything. Yeah. yeah. The room they have, I think they've re- recently had it done. And mm. it, like, oh, it looked little really, room. really nice. Yeah. 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 Yep. Oh, you saw it? I saw a few of them. Yep. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, it was a really a nice room. around. It was cool stuff in there. Got some cool stuff. Yeah. Mm. So, cool anyway. to play with. Mm. That, was, uh, that was rad. So, we did there for the day. And then we went over to, um, what was that place called? Bo Morris. Yep. That's the place. And I think that was the worst motel room for the trip. I would agree. Yep. It was yep. not. Not great. Worst, it was ca- worst cafe. Oh, worst cafe, just worst motel. Okay. Uh, the aircon didn't work. 
there was a twin room, two beds. Yep. And it was really cold that night. Mm. And uh, and so we went to the cupboard to get the extra blankets. Twin room. How many blankets would you put in a twin room? Oh. What do you reckon, Andy? You'd want at least two thin ones and two thick ones. Okay, so uh, multiples oh, wow. of two. That, that would be nice. Multiples of two. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. One. There was one extra blanket. Well, someone's getting cuddly. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I didn't realise how polite Josh and I are because I'm like, all right, well, we've got one extra blanket. Let's put it in the middle between the two beds on the ground and whoever's coldest can, can grab it. Like if you need it, grab it. <laughs> Neither of us grabbed it. It, it stayed on the floor. <laughs> we're just way oh, too polite. Geez. Anyway, that's all right. So I looked up, oh, where are we going to eat? Mm. And uh, a mate of mine made a suggestion. We looked at it and we're like, oh, it's not what we feel like eating. Yeah, like it was, it, it would have been fine. It looked amazing. Looked all right. But yeah, I think yeah. because we went out for the flash Italian the night before, we, we didn't, we didn't, anyway. Yeah. And so we looked up on Google because that's what you do. And I'm like, oh, Josh, oh, my gosh, best news ever. No, no, take it back, never mind. It was a gin bar, two-minute oh. walk. Two-minute walk around the corner. So close. That would have been dangerous. Two-minute. Wouldn't bother with eating, although I think they serve meals for some reason. Hmm. Um, Closed on Tuesday nights. We were there Tuesday nights. That was a poor poor planning on your behalf. That was was them. Yeah, it was their fault. Why be closed on a Tuesday? Yeah. That's peak gin night. (laughs) (laughs) So we we went to – we were off to the uh, Argentinian restaurant that Mm -hmm. we were suggested Mm -hmm. and we're driving past and I saw this little sign that says Taco Bill. And I'm like, I know Taco Bill. It's not Taco Bill. It's way better. And one thing at Taco Bill, you order the uh, the fishbowl size margaritas. Yeah. So they're like this big, and it's like the size of your head, basically, full of margarita. Like that's it was good. Yeah. And if you order one, you get a sombrero for ordering one with Taco Bill on it. So Got to bring my sombrero. Guess who is oh. the proud owner of a new uh, Taco Bill hat? That guy over this there, guy. yeah, because I've got like seven of them. <laughs> from previous. And so uh, I don't know if you're aware of Josh's um, fascination with spicy food, as in he's so fascinated oh, yeah. he won't go near it. I've heard, I've heard rumours. So we had some challenges in ordering. It's a miracle mm. I'm in this room. There's chili gin next door. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there is, uh, there Fantastic. is. Um, we had some challenges ordering, but we ordered. Yep. Uh, and we we got ourselves some Mexican for the night, and then we met up with a couple of shooters that night and had some mm. had some uh, espresso martinis, if I remember correctly. Well, was, but we, I think was, we had enough espresso, espresso martini martinis now. that I don't yeah. remember correctly. But anyway, <laughs> the next morning, uh, sorry, and around this time, the next morning, I got up very early mm. because one of our missions had been. Now we were we were working. We are working our way to a shooting conversation. Just relax, all right. Um, we're working our way towards the Winter Classic, the yes. uh, the uh, Gunsport Winter Classic. Mm-hmm. Now, this is in Bucken. Bucken is basically the foot of the high country. Mm-hmm. It's Bucken cold. It's I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. We were looking at the uh, the weather reports. It was going to be very Bucken cold, mm. and so we were thinking we should buy heated jackets because Ooh. you know why not? Yeah, I have often thought about that. Yeah, yeah. Well. Seems that it's easier to think about it than to do it. Oh. So we went to uh, Total Tools the day before. Mm-hmm. Well, I press that rewind button again there, Josh. Perfect. And 
Uh, I went there and said, oh, can I buy one of these Milwaukee hoodies or the Bosch hoodies or something on the lines? No, nah, we don't have any of those, mate. What you want is one of these ones here, the uh, the cheapy Chinese made with a massive battery pack and all this sort of, yeah. Classic like, salesman. Yeah. All right, well, you're out of the Milwaukee ones. I understand. All right, I'll grab one of these. Yeah. In the worst motel room of the trip, I put it on and it became the worst hoodie of the trip. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, this thing feels terrible doesn't look great and is about to catch on fire. So I put it all back in the bag, in the box, and the next day we ventured off to a Total Tools and took it back. I'm like, look, I bought this the other day. We want to chop, we want to change it out for a decent one. Uh, I'm not, not convinced it's good. And they were good. They were, they were very good to us because uh, they said, oh, no, you have to take it back to where you bought it from. I'm like, ah, yeah, we don't live here or anywhere near that place. That's <laughs> yeah. the other side of Melbourne. Uh, can you guys just help us out? Anyway, they were very good to us and helped us out. They didn't have the hoodie or jackets that I wanted yep. at all. But they had the one Josh was eyeing off. So Josh got himself That's a heated, oh, heated jacket. Heaps of the stuff I wanted. <laughs> you got a hat, hoodie. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. It's all over this. Oh, he was all sorted. Yeah. Good, nice and warm then. Yeah, like perfectly warm. Oh, good, good. So the next morning after the uh, after the, the Mexican incident, mm. uh, I went off at 7 in the morning to go and find one of these hoodies. Apparently mm. this uh, this Total Tools had – Sydney Tools? Total Tools? One of them. One of them. Something tools. Had some tools. Uh, had one of these in stock. Mm. So I went down there and I'm presented and I said, mate, I'm after one of these Milwaukee hoodies. And, uh, and he said, no, we're out of stock of them. I'm like, you're out of stock of the things that I can just see there? And he's like – Oh, no, they're not a heated one. So I walked up to him like, this heater one that says heated on it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess, no, I guess we got that one. I'm like, it's the wrong <laughs> size. Do you have any more? Nah, we're, he looked up on the thing and he's like, oh, no, those boxes don't look right. I'm like, the hoodies don't come in a box. And he's like, oh, so do you want to trade jobs or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, anyway, so I, I first, started looking first around. First day, yeah. Oh, man, he was. Not great. Uh, and I, I went over to this little basket and they had a bunch of hoodies in there and we, we worked through. He, he ended up being all right. Yeah. And we worked through and then we got we got the battery and we got the hoodie and we got the thing. We got it sorted. Nice. So we had heated paraphernalia. Oh, Josh has just disappeared. He does that. Okay. All right, good. We got heated paraphernalia. Yeah. So we were set for bucking. Uh, and then we had some projectiles we had to pick up. Mm-hmm. And then the dude rang and we were on our way to go and pick up a microphone, actually, microphone okay. from a store that we buy. We buy lots of microphones and this, the, all this sort of bits and yep. pieces. End up buying these headphones. Oh, me. very nice. And he rings up. He's like, hey, man, where, where are you? Got to meet you. I'm heading into Dandenong now. I'm like, oh, cool, mate. We're just going to DJ City. And he just pissed himself laughing. And I'm like, uh, what's going on? He said, you said DJ City, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's where, that's where we're going now. We've got to pick up a microphone. Then we're off to Beretta. And uh, and he said, oh, you won't believe it, but my wife's the accounts manager there. Oh. I'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So, so we met up in the car park of DJ City doing dodgy projectile handovers. Fair enough. Uh, got all the projectiles. Went in and uh, and apparently now we've got a trade account with uh, with these guys Fantastic. to get microphones cheaper Jeez. and headphones cheaper. Anyway. That's good. The people you meet. That's amazing. Sweet. That's why I like travelling. Um, uh, and, uh, and then we um, – then we went to Beretta. I alluded yes. to that before. Yep. So we went to Beretta and that was great. Josh, you, you, you've never been to Beretta before? I have not. Do you want to tell us, regale us with uh, your experience? Tell, tell me. I haven't tell, been there. Tell Andy. He hasn't yeah. been there. Well, I've heard stories that Beretta is like very nice. Yeah. 
And sure. so coming from OSA, like I saw their their room that they had. Oh, no, let's not put one against the other. Oh, all right, so that's yeah. not a competition. Okay, okay. So and yeah, walk up to this place and. Like, <laughs> The first thing that got me was you go into these, went up to the, you know, the main part of the building and yeah. there's just, there's no branding outside. Nothing so you're just, all. you're just looking at this building and you're going, cool. Top secret. Yeah. Really yeah. top secret. But then you walk, you walk inside, someone presses the button and you open in and it's just Beretta. Nice. Plastered on the wall with some nice clocks. And you're like, oh, <laughs> place is nice. It is mm. nice. And then some Canadian bloke walks through the door and just oh. Ruins, oh, hey the, ruins the whole experience. <laughs> oh, I can just imagine his yeah. voice now. Uh, <laughs> he was in the warehouse and you could hear him coming. Yeah. He was in OSA's warehouse and, and you could yeah. hear him. Yeah. Yeah. Is he walking around juggling balls? Was he had his balls out. He had his balls out. Yeah. 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 That's right. <laughs> so Dave Acker was our tour guide for the for the day. He was and took us through their sort of the Beretta experience from how you first walk in all the way to their, their lovely um, – Show show off room is what show I'm going to call it. Nice. Show off room, <laughs> nice, yeah, right. But yeah, you go through the first room. If you just got nice leather couches everywhere, you've got a nice leather couch. You exactly. have a, yeah. a, a yeah. lisp built into it. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's nice perfect. it is. Very nice. Press the English button, please. That won't make any sense for the the episode that we recorded that's going to be played in a few weeks. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. but good to keep things uh, con- in good continuity there. Eddie. <laughs> yeah. People will listen to that and be like. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. What a throwback. Little Easter egg. What a throwback. Anyway, carry on. And anyway, yeah, so Dave, walk, Dave, <laughs> Dave walks through. They've got this platform that you can put a, a rifle on and it just sits shotgun. there spinning. Shotgun. shotgun. Yeah. You could it put anything on it, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shoot stuff. Yeah. Well, no, it doesn't. It spins stuff. It doesn't shoot things. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Cool. Anyway, yes, you go through this lovely room, leather couches everywhere. Yeah, Scopes yeah. just lined up across the across different shelving and then yep. you walk up to this this not a door that looks like a wall and it just real opens. fake doors real fake doors real fake doors opens up and you walk into their show off room and it's just rifles shotguns everything across oh, this room fantastic yes it Ult- does look really ultimate cool. man cave sort of really really nice if yeah. i was prepared i would have a photo of it but i'm not prepared so here we are so yeah. there's a photo for those guys who are not watching live. Yeah, yeah, there right we there. Yeah. So we spent the day with Beretta, uh, much yep. like with OSA. We uh, we filmed a whole stack of stuff. It was yep. really good fun, and we got access to a bunch of gear that we uh, we could actually play with. Did a podcast with them for another podcast, not related to this one. Yep. Um, we play with a hundred and twenty thousand dollars shotgun. That video on YouTube is coming soon. Uh, and there is always, I looked at Josh today, that video is coming soon, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah good. I think so. Um, so all that stuff was, was really good and it was, it was uh, a good time. Uh, we had some, yep. some meetings and bits and pieces, but they, they looked after us very well. So fantastic. Good fun. Good fun. And we, um, we were able to do like a bit of breakdown on some of the aim point stuff, which yep. was good starting to get my head around that sort of gear. Um, and yeah, and actually had a look at one of the Steiner IFS ones. Oh, you know, yeah. Ben Jarrett did a video with one yeah, of those. Yeah. He actually like played with it, and and um, yeah, it was it was they're better than I thought they were. Let's put it. Like <laughs> they're better, they're better than I thought they were. That's so, good. Yeah, yeah, really it pretty cool. Yeah, pretty legit. So Very that good. was good. And then we uh, then we finished up with those guys. We were planning to finish up at three. We finished up at five because we were enjoying ourselves too much. Um, and then we uh, hightailed it off to Bansdale. Did which straight you down? To, you have to say that way. Bansdale. Bansdale. There you go. Andy? Uh, Bansdale. That's right. That's the one. Yeah. Perfect. Excellent. So we hightailed it off to uh, to Bansdale, uh, which is about, well, it was about 
three three about hours. Three and a half hours. Yeah, something okay. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and got into Bansdale, uh, which is the uh, home gun sport trading, which yes. is part of the reason we were there. Stayed in the motel. That was the uh, let's say third best motel for the uh, yeah, the it was trip. average. Yeah, it was it was fine. Livable. It was fine. Shower wasn't bad at that one anyway. Um, but there was someone's parked in our spot, so Classic. we uh, yeah those guys. We just we just parked. Classic yeah, Bansdale people. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not if they're staying in the motel. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, um, and so we had Hungry Jacks there. That I remember that part. Um, classic Bansdale yeah. Homes days. <laughs> classic, <laughs> biggest restaurant in town. Then the next morning, we went off to the Wooden Squirrel, which I called oh. all sorts of things because I couldn't remember the name of it, but I knew it had a squirrel involved in it. Yeah, all I remember was just the squirrel. <laughs> the squirrel part. We found uh, it. We had breakfast there, and yep. then I went and bought jeans. Uh, and yep. The, yep. the girl that was at the jeans place thought she won the lottery. She's like, oh, do you want this one or this one? I'm like, I'll take four of them, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> She, I hate shopping. Yeah. She was a jean fanatic, though. Oh, oh right. I'd, I'd never heard such tips for looking after jeans. Wow. I didn't know you had to look after I jeans. I still don't remember them. <laughs> She's telling me all these ways of, like, washing them. I'm just like, I'm not going to remember any of these. I remember one of them. Yeah. It, was, it was put them in the freezer. Oh, put, that's right. If you're around in the freezer, if you're around a smoke, uh, if you're around a fire and there's yeah. smoke all over the jeans, put them in the freezer. Yeah. And then, like, you can cut them up and serve them with porridge or something. I don't know. What was the <laughs> end bit? I didn't, I didn't listen. I just, I don't know, leave them in the freezer. Freezer in right. the freezer, just, yeah. Because I've heard of putting clothing in the freezer if you get like bubble gum and stuff stuck to them. Oh, okay. It freezes it off. But um, interesting for there smoking things. For smoking things. I'm like, but then you don't get the cool factor of having been around a fire. Like what's the yeah. point of this? Who even I are often you? don't wash clothes because they smell like bonfire. That's exactly. You know, I put my clothes on the bonfire and that, yeah. actually that might explain a few things. So <laughs> we went to Gunsport Trading, yep. hung out with Andrew and the team there. Um, they got, they're smashing it, those guys. They are. Yeah. It, they, it looked really we nice. We went there a there. year ago, Josh. Yeah. And they were in, basically their shop was the size of this studio. It felt like we walked down sort of a back alley to get there oh, as yes, well. We did. Yeah, right. yeah. You're kind of walking up going, is this legal? <laughs> <laughs> but we're going down a back alley here. Something doesn't feel right. Yeah, by yeah, yeah. 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 Damn straight. And uh, and then they're in this huge premise. It was brilliant. And then, they, yeah, they're, 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 they're good people. They're good they people. I was, I was particularly happy they had a shelf that had all oh, like optics and stuff on top of it, but the bottom part of the shelf just had like Old projectiles and yeah. bullets Military and yeah, yeah. knives and everything yeah. in it. Just I saw that video. There that was, was really a full cool. history to the bottom. Yeah, which, yeah. Well, that was really cool. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, that was very excellent. So yeah. we got we hung out with them. Josh put together a bit of video for them that mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure we'll get we'll get sorted out soon. But um, and then it was time, Andy. It was time to end this episode. No, <laughs> we're, we're out. See you guys. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's no. still got time. Um, <laughs> It was time all, to all talk about sus- shooting again. All that suspense. All that suspense. <laughs> yeah. All that suspense. To go to the Bucken Range. Yes, finally. Actually, no, we didn't, did we? Ah. Uh. No, no, we didn't. <laughs> that was the plan. We thought we'd sneak into the accommodation, unload mm-hmm. the van, mm-hmm. and then go to the range and start setting up the match. Logical. Do you reckon that happened? No. No. Not by the way you're talking about it. Correct. <laughs> we, went to, we went to the range, uh, to the, to the accommodation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought, this is the way I thought, I thought I would drive as close to the back door as I possibly can because we had a lot of stuff to unload mm-hmm. then, you know, just take the stuff we needed to the range. Is it fair and reasonable thinking, Andy? Yeah. Is it fair and reasonable? Course. Yeah. So the driveway is gravel. Mm-hmm. The backyard is grass. Mm-hmm. It had been raining for about 13 weeks in the lead up to this event. Mm. 
And I drove onto the grass. And Soggy. I drive a van, mm. and as soon as the tyres hit the grass, I went, this is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you didn't have your, your mud mud tyres on. I didn't have my brains in. That's <laughs> 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 what I didn't have. And uh, as soon as I went in, I went, ah. Oh. And, of course, there's so much weight in the van, one, because I'm sitting in it, but two, there's <laughs> targets in it and there's, everything's in the van. Yep. Right? The single heaviest box of targets that I felt. Correct, correct, and there was two of them, and so we 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 sunk, we sunk. Oh dear. Hang on, wait, wait, wait. We, me in the van. I'm talking. I'm not, okay, I'm good. not including yeah, you in say, this story. Don't, Far out. Don't include me you in don't that get one. Cre- any credit for this? All right. So Josh's hairbrain idea was let's let the tires down and let's like roll our way out. Yeah. Didn't work. Classic four wheel drive tipping. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Didn't work. Tipping tip. Didn't, did tip. not work in <laughs> the slightest. All right. So anyway, we thought, all right, well, let's uh, let's repurpose our use of time. Let's build like um, build some of the stuff and and all the bits and pieces that we can do for setting up a match that we mm-hmm. can do in a house. Yep. So we did. We made the banners, and that's about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair, <laughs> that's perfect. About it. Perfect. So I was speaking to Trent. Trent was the match director. Trent was coming down. He was coming down that night. Yep. And he's got a Prado. I rang him. I'm like, what car are you bring? Prado. I'm like, cool. That should be enough to pull us out. I said, you got any tow ropes or anything? He said, no, I don't. I took it out because I didn't think I'd get anyone stuck in a mud-infested bucket. Yep. Oh, maybe, maybe he would. Anyway, yeah. that's, that's not a criticism of him. I'm the one that got the van stuck. I went, all right, I shall. I said, Josh, I'm going to go over to the pub. I'm going to speak to, to um, Sean or Bricky or someone and mm-hmm. see someone's got a tow rope, surely. Yep. I didn't know, they don't need to pull the van out. They just need to lend us a rope so when Trent gets there, we can get the van out. We'll start setting up tomorrow. We'll do yep. all the bits and pieces with targets tonight. All right, cool. Went over to the pub. Went and saw Sean. Sean's a, the local lad there looking, you know, always looks mm-hmm. after us. Walked in there. He's, hey, Rusty, welcome back. You know, sort of good to see you. Excellent. I said, mate, we'll be here for dinner tonight. But. Uh, prior to that, do you guys have a tow rope at all? He's like, ah, no, no, no. Let me ask around. Asked everyone in the pub. No one had one. He said, ah, you should have been here 20 minutes ago. There was a big unimog here. That would have pulled you out. No problems at all. Thanks, Sean. That (laughs) That helps. That didn't help. Uh, he said, no, over the road, uh, the person that runs the roadhouse, Mm -hmm. um, uh, she's into full driving. She probably has one. Yep. I went, oh, fantastic, excellent. So I went over and I've walked in. I've said, hi, we're next door. We're here for run the competition. Oh, perfect. I want to speak to you. Like what time's the comp start? What time do we need to open? Because yep. they look after us yeah, there. They're it's, really yeah, good. They're there. fantastic. Yeah. And I said, oh, great, here's the details. Now, I've got a problem. I've got my van stuck in next door, not on the range, which is sensible to get stuck, although yep. you know, I was very cautious on the range. Mm-hmm. Less cautious. At the house. And so I said, do you have a tow rope? She's like, yeah, I do. Went out to the car and she's like, here you go. This is this is something you could use. I'm like, it is. Oh, great. Excellent. Excellent. All right, cool. Can I borrow this? I'll drop it back tomorrow. She's like, you just want to take my Land Cruiser? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, uh, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, great. Just don't break it and off you go. <laughs> All right. As you do. As you do. In a small Small town like Buckingham. I know. Yeah, I know. Just have a tour in a series of Land Cruiser. Take it. Fantastic. <laughs> it was, okay. it was a V8. It was nice. Oh, nice. Was nice. <laughs> Jumped in there. So I drove back, reversed it in, knocked on the door. I'm like, hey, Josh, uh, slight upgrade from the tow rope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
We have a Land Cruiser. We have a Land Cruiser. <laughs> what are you doing, the Savo? I cashed in the van. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we got, we, got, we got that out. We all good. Drop yeah. that back. She was lovely. Thank you so much. Yep. Uh, the Buck and Roadhouse. So go check it out. Spend all your money. Mm. And uh, we anyway, we went back to the range um, and, and took the van down there. And so I don't know if you remember 2021, the Buck and Shoot. We remember the that. The Buck and Shoot. There was no, the, no, the, no shooting. One, the lack of buck and shoot. Oh, okay. We went there on the thurs, Thursday. We were setting all the targets up. We yep. set all the target frames up, not the targets. Mm-hmm. And then we went into lockdown and we had two yep. weeks of quarantine, all that sort of thing. Fun stuff. I started watching Formula One. Another story. Good times. Again. Um, and so we went there. 90% of the frames we set up were still there. <laughs> <laughs> A year later. Fantastic. <laughs> One less thing we didn't have to do. Yeah. So we were awesome. like walking out there like, that's the frame. Yeah. Because it's the course of fire hadn't changed much. Jo- yeah. uh, jo- um, you're Josh. Trent had replaced a few of the courses of fire that he'd sort of lent out. He'd let other clubs run and stuff. So See like, how they went. Yeah. I, I, yep. I, won't, I won't run that course of fire. Or I'll, I'll do a new one. Yep. So there's a couple of changes, but, but 80% of the match was the same. So we're like, well, these are pretty much all done. So we put a few in. We yeah. changed a few things, didn't we? Yeah, uh, Josh, we put a few, few targets up and bits and pieces and then uh, we're like, all right, well, we are running out of light. Let's go. So we we did that, went back, Trent rolled up and uh, we went over the pub and uh, and did the buck and pub thing, which was always enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we walked back over. So there's a couple of volunteers that sort of rolled in that night and then uh, and then we walked back and, and uh, Josh and I think were sitting there, the other guys were at the pub and, uh, and this, this bloke – Wanders in, guy called Pete. Introduce ourselves, chatting away, and uh, I was going to get onto the story earlier, but um, it's it's related to this. Okay. So he's like, "Oh, I know you guys are in a gin. Have you had any gin on the way over here?" And we're like, "Ah, we we, we I mean, we bought our own gin, but we haven't mm. gone into locals. We didn't quite have the time to do that. Uh, we we're too busy getting stuck in the mud." And so, <laughs> um, so he recommended a place. So we bought four bottles from them that night. Fantastic. <laughs> and that's uh, this one that rolled up, and that it looks like wine. This I'm just mm. what I'm trying to do is justify wine drinking from wine glass. Josh got mine has bullets in it. Ammo in his. So you bought so that you got the bottles of gin. Yeah, and the glasses, and they came with glasses. Fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, because that that sort of style of glass I would associate with port. Maybe port or yeah. a, or a dessert wine, but yeah, correct, very nice. But this is gin. These are very uh, these are gin fusions. They're like ready to drink type okay. things. Cool, cool, cool. Anyway, pretty and good. Uh, pretty good. Yeah, and so tonight, earlier tonight, we allowed one of our editors to uh, choose the gin for the night. Mm. Now, remembering we're in July, uh, June. Wow, can't even remember that. We're in June, <laughs> and he chose the summer peach. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Right time of year. Yep. Nailed it. Anyway, uh, how do we get on to that? The next day. He's, the next he's no day. longer working. <laughs> <laughs> and that was his last shift. Uh, we are here uh, on the Friday, Friday practice, all yep. the things. Oh, everything went pretty normal. Did the things, anything to remark, Josh, um, for Bucking? I think so. I th- okay. Oh, had, had the primer stuff started on Friday? I don't believe so. Don't was it, did they have the, so. the side competition? Side, side match yeah. happened yeah. Yep. Uh, and, uh, and Butters cleaned that one up. Well it was but, the first one to shoot it. Yeah, first one to shoot it and, and set the pace. Yeah, wow. and and look, shout out to a couple of local lads. A couple of local lads who, to be fair, were at the bottom of the table on on mm-hmm. Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, were like second, and third 
in the 22 shoot. Oh, wow. That was so close. They just didn't quite have the time, but they had the accuracy. Oh, very good. So uh, shout out to those guys. Um, and then so Friday, normal practice session, um, pretty pretty yeah, low key. Pretty standard. Yeah, mm-hmm. did, yeah. did all the things. Um, yeah, probably not a whole lot to, to mention yeah. about that. And uh, so we'll move on then. Friday night, um, wild. Just absolutely, no, I don't, nothing no. special. Um, went to the pub, had dinner. Um, what did you have on Friday night? Josh, do you remember? Uh, I think I went to the good old schnitzel. Oh, yeah, good old schnitzel. Yeah, Aussie, I shot a Aussie chili schnitzel. schnitzel. So, so, I mean, the reason we talk about this, Buck and Pub is like the highlight of the match. Mm, it is. It, it is. It's, it's a really nice pub. <clears throat> it's a great pub, good food. And uh, and so Thursday I had the chili schnitzel. Uh, I did not. Friday I had the uh, the avocado, bacon and chicken. Mm-hmm. That was great. Anyway, um, so Saturday, Saturday morning rolls around. And it is match day. We are into it. We are into the uh, Gunsport Winter oh, Classic. Thank you for everyone holding out. Finally. What are we, uh, <laughs> like 40 minutes into the podcast? <laughs> and that's it. Time to end the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and then the match happened and then. Cliffhanger. That was it. Um, uh, and there we uh, there we go. So, no, the, the, the match was good. Yep. match was good. But yep. there was this, this problem. Mm. Now, I was aware of this problem maybe rearing its ugly head. Mm-hmm. I've been watching the forums and monitoring things as as you do, mm-hmm. and there was talk about a CCI primer issue. Oh, yeah. I've primers. just recently bought a bunch of CCI primers. Which ones? Oh, uh, BR fours. I think you're okay. Okay. These ones seem to be the four fifties. Okay. They're the magnums, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Now, if you wind back to 2019, about <laughs> May. 2019. This well, pre-COVID. What was yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> you just broke Andy. I don't even remember what, what the start of this podcast. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there was the first match, Monado. Mm. We had a similar problem with the BR4s, I believe. Okay. My memory serves me well, which usually doesn't. So someone will correct me. <laughs> but this there was there was a problem with primers back then. Okay. And just primers sporadically would not work. Right. Right. You pull the trigger and powder was loaded. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. And it sort of wreaked a bit of havoc at the match where, like, we get these guns that we go in, you know, so two, two hang fires and you, the gun gets pulled off the line, gets inspected, gets checked to try and work out what's going on yep. because it's potentially unsafe. And then you work out the primers. And we didn't have any forewarning of that match. We did. And, and so you see it and you're like, oh, it must be something with primers. Like, this is the only thing mm. I can think. And then someone else had the issue and someone, you know, off memory, that, that, um, Monado match, there was probably about eight people who had an issue. Yeah, right. Eight or nine people. And so I saw some of this chatter in the lead up to Bucken. Mm. And yeah, yeah, I had conversation with someone Saturday morning about it and and then we started seeing it happen. And uh, I believe, I believe there was seven different people. Wow. Who had, was there seven different people? I think there was, now some to a very minor degree, mm. others to a pretty major degree. Okay. Had primer issues wow. uh, with these, yeah, and they just, they just, you know. And it exp- actually exposed a, a, a loop, not a loophole, a, a weakness in the PRS rules yep. of dealing with this as an issue. Mm. <clears throat> so that's that's getting attention. Um, because, you know, it's not something you expect to have no, no. so many primer failures over a god. Like you're talking like, so so in the, in the, 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 PRS doesn't have hang fire rules itself, but clubs do. And so yeah. you've got to interpret what you do in that scenario. And so um, back from uh, 2017, we sort of 
uh, actually, no, maybe it was 2019. It was down in 2019 that effectively if it was something within your control, ground didn't feed or you hadn't put powder in or something on those lines, yep. you didn't get a reshoot. Yep. But if it was something that was effectively outside of your control, uh, like a promenade going off or yep. something on those lines, you, you did get a reshoot. Mm-hmm. And that's great until you have to do four reshoots on the same stage. Rough. And yeah, you might think, oh, well, then you got yeah, you, know, you got a really good advantage of like, of of like building those positions again and getting to another stage. Yeah, that is definitely counteracted by the frustration that and the mind games of like, is this shot going off? Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. If, you, if you every shot you're pulling the trigger and you're thinking, is this going to go bang or not? Exactly, exactly it's, right. Messes with you. Yeah. So definitely. we had we had at least one shooter in tears. Wow. Uh, over it, just from from frustration of yep. It's not working. That, yeah, that, especially the mind games of your first stage of the day and, yeah, four times in a row. I reshot yes. the stage four times. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because on day two, so. That's just. And, and well, yeah, th- there, was no, there was no sort of uh, ability to deal with that outside of that sort of, oh, you get a reshoot. And then that slowed the match down. Yeah. Um, eats into your time. Yeah. <laughs> eats into your time. So that's been addressed in as a separate matter in the mm. PRS rule side of things that it's got to be balanced there of like, you know, oh, well, that sucks. It's not really your fault to we actually have to keep this match going. Yeah. And we can't afford to. So there's a balancing actor. Yeah, for there. sure. Um, yep. So the reshoots and, and the hang fires aside uh, to be dealt with uh, soon or by, prior to the next match, which you're shooting. Okay. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Because that's probably still going to be a problem for a while. Because yeah, last yeah. time this happened, it was a problem for for a few months. Mm. Um, the the match Trent was match director did a great job. From the reports I've seen, the, yep. the stages were creative. There was one stage which I still haven't recovered from. Was uh, the shooters had to? Uh, I don't remember the start of it, but at some point they jumped into my van. Oh, I've I, seen. I can talk you yes. through it. I remember. Oh, you it. do. Okay, I yeah. do. I've so seen this, the this before yes. we before we run that particular stage, um, it was a muddy weekend. Yeah, I saw a lot of wet pants. It was a muddy, <laughs> it was a muddy weekend, and so I think Josh is going to find something to prove how yeah. muddy it is. Um, but it was now. Let me clarify. It wasn't a particularly wet weekend, yes. but it had been wet in the lead up. So yep. the, the 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 ground. I mean, we were, we were out putting up targets, and we mm. were sliding all over the place oh, wow. putting up targets. Right. So there's just like this, it's just mud. I mean, it's pretty clayish mm-hmm. around there as well, and so it's just just that it's buck, and, all buck and dust is either well, it's either yeah. dust or mud. It's either fine dust or complete mud. Yeah. And this is complete mud. And so day one uh, with the firing line was um, it was just you know, literally I, I was impressed with the shooters because they just committed mm. and pretty much every shooter just ended up from like boobs down to, you know, knees yep. in just mud. Yeah. Right? And those who did well had bought the appropriate attire for that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and those who didn't, didn't. There was one particular shooter who like came up and he'd put on, yeah, you know, he's sort of prone stage and he put on his jacket and he put on his pants and he's like had everything sorted. He's like, oh, I'm all set to go for this stage, all the waterproofing gear. Well, um, he came up to me after the stage and he said, he lifted up his like waterproofing top and just lifted it up a little bit over his tummy. And he's like, might have missed a spot here. And the lower half of his <laughs> tummy was just covered in mud where as he's moved around or something like that, it's uh, ridden up. Oh, yeah. exposed, the, exposed the bottom of his hoodie and oh, just I putting know. mud all over. Anyway, it was it was a very muddy match. And yeah. I, I like commend the shooters because unlike the, the wuss over here in the corner of the match, the, 
the week before wouldn't even put his knee in a slight little bit yeah. of water. These guys were full send yep. into mud. I mean, to be fair, that's every stage. Um, full send into mud the whole weekend. Yep. Uh, it was very good. So day two, um, uh, we had a couple of stages to finish off from the night before because of the timing. Yep. And uh, we the, the, the firing line was moved forward five okay. metres. Right. Right, to basically give a fresh start. Yes. So at least you weren't – like starting the day in mud. Yeah. Yep. You had a little bit of relief. Yep. That's uh, a good which idea. Was, which was great. Hmm. There was also another uh, more selfish reason. Okay. <laughs> Probably couldn't have actually driven the van into position <laughs> uh, uh, into the mud. It would not have. It, it was dicey as it was. It would not right. have gotten into position that it was needed to be yep. to be shot out of. And there was a trailer as well to be shot out of. Mm-hmm. Um, those Those – Items would not have got into the position how muddy it was right. uh, from the shooting position. So firing line was moved forward five metres. Not enough to compromise target distances but enough to get some clean ground mm. to do. And uh, and when I said to Trent, oh, you can use the van, that's fine, but you better you better speak to someone who's there with a full drive to be able to pull us out of yeah. the match, yeah. which was, uh, yeah, well, uh, well, good. Um, good. Josh. Yes. Oh, you've got a well, stage I've, I've brief. I've got there. the matchbook. I thought oh, I'd be smart. I get things go. right. There we go. Finally, a decent producer. Right. <laughs> so, the stage was: if the van's rocking, don't come knocking. Yeah, and they still shot through it. And appropriate didn't, name. They still bothered me. Yep. Right. Yeah. Carry yeah. on. So the stage was: shooter start port arms magazine in bolt back. On the signal, shooter will utilize a tripod to shoot through the tires and engage the near target with two rounds and the far target with two rounds. Right, so just on that, so, that was not through the tyres on the van, Andy. No. Just so you, just so you don't think that we're and trying then, to shoot. There was a stack of tyres about chest height, wasn't there? You're spot on. Yeah. There was yep. a stack of about four tyres and then there was one uh, one vertical, yes. one in a different position yep. so you could shoot through that one. Yep. Yes, correct. Of which and there then, is a very funny video of a shooter running up to it and bumping it with their power and knocking it. Yeah, to then... <laughs> Stopping and people going, are you going to keep shooting? Um, but I have to oh, shoot through it. That, yeah, that was great. Yeah, anyway, the, the, in designing stages, yeah. should have bolted that tie down so if it took a bump, it wouldn't. Anyway, that's that's on the – anyway, carry on. Anyway, from then <laughs> – So you shoot those targets for four yeah. rounds. And then shooter will enter the van utilising the crate as the front support and engage the targets near to far with run ra- one round each. So in my in my van, both of the doors, like there's two doors, one yep. on either side, and you can slide them both back. Yep. So you can go in from one side and there was a crate inside there and you can shoot out the other door. Yep. Uh, That's pretty cool. they would have ended up with holes in it. Okay, good. Yep. Carry on. And then shooter was to utilise the tripod as front support and engage the targets near to far with run round each. So you had to like – shove the crate to the side, get your tripod and fold it all up and then make your position and shoot from it right. in there. So the first position with the tripod was standing. The se- that, that second position there you're talking about, you're in the van, so you're yep. effectively yeah. kneeling or sitting. Yeah, yeah. That's whichever yeah. one you want. Yeah, and then from there it was shooter will exit the van through the boot and resume a seated position, feet may touch the ground, utilising the tripod as the front support. Shooters will engage the targets far to near. Shooter Finally, shooter will engage... Far target with two rounds from the prone position. Wow. So just to clarify, one one uh, that, that prone position thing was turfed, by the way. Oh, was that it? The last position was gone, again, because yep. of a timing factor or three of the stages, one, one in each position on the final day was brought back in time yep. with a few shots taken off each to try and make it balance the day. And it worked. It worked really well, actually. Yeah, nice. Um, just read through the part where you've got to go through the van. Just want to yep. clarify that. 
So it was shoot or exit. Exit the van through the boot and resume a seated position. Andy, let me ask you a question about mm. that. If you were inside the van, you've walked in like one side door and you were shooting out the other side door. Yep. And the, the stage instruction said you have to exit through the boot. What would you do? Well, you shimmy down the length of the van mm. inside yep. to the boot. You exit through the boot. That's what I thought. Guess what one shooter didn't do? Exactly that. <laughs> They decided to throw their stuff through the boot and then come out the door they went in and yeah. walk around the side of it and then... Well, that's not exiting through the boot. That's exiting yeah. out the side and then entering they into took, the boot. They then took four shots, hit all four. Oh. Guess how many of those counted? Zip. Correct. <laughs> that's unlucky. Yeah. Shooter was gutted. And, and you yeah, know, fair enough, they shot well, but oh, you've got to follow those stage briefs. Yep. <laughs> you've yep. got to. It's in the finer details. I know. I know. Anyway, that's mm. uh, that's So that's a very very tripod-heavy stage. It was yes. designed to be, yeah. Okay. Like very a nice. lot of lot of setting up and pulling down. That Bit sort of gear thing. to organise. Mm. Yeah. What was yeah. the time on that whole stage then? About five minutes. Okay. That so was a long there, stage. There yeah. Was, yeah. There was honestly not a lot of time pressure. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Trent brought that time down because of the just two sure. shots. So 300 off. seconds here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, which is also five minutes, by the way. Um, and so. I better write that. <laughs> so it would have been five minutes then on the day. Because I remember talking to one shooter who um, who did all the proper things, exited through the back. Yeah. But I guess to try and save time, when they got into the van, they'd left one of the legs all undone because he had it really low yep. so that when you moved out of the van, the drop. legs would just drop. Problem was, they said they had so much time left at the end, but they kept getting onto the tripod and it would just start to fall down. <laughs> and at oh. first, they thought it was just sinking into the mud. So just, you know, it, brought it yep. up, tried moving it again, nothing, and then went through the process of adjusting one leg, getting back into position, and then the next thing would move. <laughs> oh. And all the way down. Oh, I was like, no. mm, that's rough. They did They did have time on that particular stage. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that was, that was a, I mean, as a person who didn't shoot the match, mm. as a person who didn't see a whole lot of the match, to be honest, um, that looked like an interesting looked stage. Like a fun stage. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So we're buying a van at a club. I've already got a van. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. But you don't want holes yeah. in yours, there. <laughs> what, are you shooting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, my van is still full of mud. <laughs> Fair enough. Still full of mud. So. Yeah. But we got there and the match went and uh, and it was good. It always mm-hmm. has your teething issues and, and mm-hmm. looked, you know, Trent's written a couple of matches for national matches, but that's the first time he's actually run one. Yeah, okay. And so he learned lots and, and took lots on. Yep. Uh, yep. Lucas McKinney, who won, yep. smashed it. The, the guy was, I mean, you you saw him a fair, more, much was, more than I did, Josh. He was but just in a league of his own. He, yeah, was. he just was. Every single stage you watched him, you went, he's just, he's in the zone. Yep. Every minute of the day was just. Yeah. On point. Oh, so give me an idea. Good. He scored 139 points. Yep. I don't know when. I don't know what the match was out of um, because there was a few changes to the match. Mm-hmm. Um, the next, so second place was was drawn on points. Mm-hmm. 118. Oh wow. 29, 21 points separated Both. second to first. He was wow. not. He was not just a bit better. He was. He smashed it. He smashed it. Yeah. Well, so, well done. Yeah, so it was, it was good. It was great to see. Uh, and then uh, shout out to um, to Birchie who came second and Ash who came third. Yep. Um, and they only there was just one point on school stage Jeez. that uh, separated those boys. So they did well. Even without the accounting for the number of points that were dropped, it was yep. 161 in total before and I th- points were dropped. I think there wow. was a 
about uh, five, six, seven, seven points or so dropped out of that. So he would so, have cleaned a lot of stages then. <clears throat> he did very well. Very did nice. Extremely well. So well that was good. And then, of course, Sunday night. Sunday night. The big now, Sunday night. The big Sunday. Now, you know this. You yeah. know PRS Sunday nights are often fun. Off hook. Off hook. Fun. <laughs> Enjoyable. So uh, our friend over here, who hasn't been around PRS that long, yeah. has experienced a couple of PRS matches. Yes. Three. Three before buckles. And the Sunday nights on those, Josh, how would you summarize those? Well, the first one was what I had heard about. Okay. Yeah. So this was 2021 Monado. Yep. Oh, yes. And we went from um, yeeting chairs to bobsledding on tables (laughs) to I don't even know if I can repeat some of the other stuff. Yep. Yeah. And then 2022 rolled around and it's been very tame. Yes. Mm. Like Monado... 2022 came around and well, I went, match, right, but so the, 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 the Sunday, Sunday night. nights, yeah. the yeah. Sunday night rolled yeah. around and like I was expecting to stay the night and I actually yep. ended up packing my swag and went home that night. Disappointed. It's people like uh, you that make the night. Like, <laughs> if you're not going to stay, it obviously. Was much it's, better than after he left. Yeah. All right, cool. And then you experienced a bucket. Now the, the difference yeah. is, let me put some justification into this. No, I've got nothing. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> I mean, first up, Emma Stevens was there, so blame that. Um, yep. Secondly, uh, Will stayed in Bucking that night. Yeah. And that's got a big a fair bit to do with it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, and but nowhere to go. And nowhere to go except the pub. And we went to the pub. And uh, it was it was a good night. Yep. It was a good night. It started living up to the reputation. We all ended <laughs> yeah. up back in our accommodation with 25 of us or something, and it was good fun. <laughs> but anyway, the less said about that, the better. Uh, we did end up watching <laughs> Russian music videos for the rest of the night. Cool. Uh, and then when we put it onto South African music videos, everyone left. So uh, <laughs> that's probably all we should say about that. There's a couple of comments there to wrap cool. the night up. Um, uh, Rosie said they were more helpful for me. I think she's referring back to uh, Total Tools and getting a Milwaukee jacket, so that's uh, yes. good, but you're, yeah. not, you're not a big fat bloke, so you didn't have to try and get one of the, the more challenging sizes to get. <laughs> uh, tells us, tell us about the tannins in the barrel, Andy. Uh, the new one or the old one? Yes. Yes. Uh, the old one had a bit of a burnt taste to it. <laughs> uh, the new one's got a nice, fresh, crisp, um, I'd say like an oak like, it's really yeah. going to just so it's a rich mahogany. That's right. Yeah, you're yeah. kind of a big deal. Mm. And uh, and Alex said that mud, mud ain't ever getting out. Before we go, we do have to thank and try the Bearded Chap, of mm. course, who uh, have sponsored our show, which is a very kind of them. Sure, the link will be coming up here somewhere where you can go to thebeardedchap.com slash impact and use the code and you'll be supporting the show and also getting yourself some rad beard-related goodies. Um this is, Andy, their traditional, original beard oil, their first product. Their first product. So have a little go on that. How long have you had this then? I've had a little, <laughs> no, no, not that long. Um, have a go with that. What do you reckon? Oh, that's um, original. Original, yeah. Hey, look, it says original. It says original. It's like you read it beforehand. <laughs> no, I there didn't. I didn't actually. It's got that. Yeah, just original sort of beard oily type smell um, to it. I don't know how do you describe it. Yeah. But it's a good, a nice scent. Yes. Very nice scent. <clears throat> yep. Like elderberries. <laughs> no, no. It's Rich mahogany, actually. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. Like wisdom. Wisdom. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> right. Do, do you feel wiser? I do. You look wiser. Yeah. So this is my least favourite of their beard oils. Actually, I and don't particularly like this one. nice. But you like it. I and this, this is the joy because they've got so many things. Like I like the gin and tonic one. Mm-hmm. I like the um, 
Who's the other Tabac- one? I've got the, the tobacco, the tobacco and one. Yeah, it's a tobacco and vanilla. Um, but they're all available. Um, actually, I'm not sure the tobacco and vanilla is available. That was limited. That's, that's that limited. One. But uh, the beta also you can see them on the website. Uh, they're the betachap.com slash impact. Um, and anything you buy from there supports the show, which we really appreciate. Or mm-hmm. if you go to a different domain, you can always use the code impact uh, as well. Um, but that one there is their original and it is good. It's just not my it's not my flavour. It's just not one I like. Anyway, so whatever beard oil you like, they've got them. Whatever types of mud you like to get around, Buckin has it. The next match is the King of the Hill, which we uh, haven't talked about, but I'm sure we will cover we the next show. The Carla's, Carla's King of the Hill, which uh, Josh is going to, Andy's going to, and I'm not, and that's the end of the show. <laughs>